World's on fire. Our culture is disintegrating. Hey, pass the salt. It's time. It's time. Hey, you, pass the salt. You know what, why it's disintegrating? Because we're jellyfish. <laughs> pass the salt, will you? Pass the salt. Pass the salt, amigo. It's time. It's time. I think they could give us a new name. I believe we are Evan Jellyfish. Hey, will you pass the salt? Pass the salt. We need salt over here. It's time for Pass the Salt. Pass the salt. But we like to share the gospel without any backbone to it, see? The views, opinions, and seemingly outrageous comments expressed in this program are based on the Holy Spirit leading of a man called Coach. i got to ask you this out there, Christian America. It's time for Pass the Salt with a coach, Dave Daubenmeyer. I don't mean to be sacrilegious today, but I never in my life, even as a young kid, I could never understand why they, I couldn't understand why they called it Good Friday. I could never, I could never understand it. Now I get, no, I get it. Yeah, come on, I'm not that dumb. A good thing happened, right? A good thing happened. But I never understood why the religious tradition of Good Friday, the whole Easter thing, and I'm not, I'm not going to, I'm not going to dive into anything today that's going to, it's going to shake your faith. It's not even about that. It's not bah humbug. It's not, no, you can't have any fun. And no, you can't have Easter eggs. No, I'm not going to, I'm not going to get in. I'm not going to get into all that stuff, but there's been shenan- some shenanigans that have been pulled uh, for us. And I know that silver, if I gave him time, he could probably go on and on about the fact that uh, we really shouldn't be celebrating good Friday. It should be Passover, right? We should be celebrating the Passover and it's been uh, good Friday. Good Friday. What, what, is that, what does that even mean? I never understood it as a kid. I, I joked at Michelle when I woke up this morning. I said, man, back when I, was a, when I was growing up, I wasn't allowed to eat meat today. Somebody explained that one to me. <laughs> not allowed to eat meat? What? Yeah, Jesus died on the cross. You're not allowed to eat meat. I, I, I never got it. That's why they called us fish eaters, I guess, right? So I, I've come out of, uh, I've come out of all, all, all that religious tradition. I got, man, I got, I got to do this real quick. My buddy Alan, uh, see? I can't get away from this in my spirit this morning. There's a shift that's happening. There's a shift. That's, that's ha- right now, there's a shift happening. I, I, I don't know whether it's good or it's bad, but I, I, I can't get away from it. There's, a, there's something going on right now on this, uh, what we would call Holy Weekend. Whether you would call it Passover, whether you would call it Good Friday, whether you would call it Easter, there's something significant that's happening even as we speak. I, I can't get away from it. And so yesterday, what shows up in my what shows up in my in my mail that Alan Zypher sends me a shofar. I mean, I ain't talking some chinky dinky shofar. I'm talking a shofar. And Alan, I want you to know that I blew it at my house last night, and I even went out on my front porch. Those of you who know where I live, I stood out on my uh, front porch. And I blew that sucker up at sky high, and I blew that, and I cleared the air. See, this is a weapon of war. This is a weapon of war. And I don't know where we got convinced that that we're that we're going under. I never, I don't, I don't get it. I don't see it anywhere in the scriptures, folks. Uh, it's the whole thing, the whole Easter story, the whole Good Friday, Holy Mondre Thursday, whatever that means. That that whole thing, folks. It's a story of victory. It's resurrection. It's death conquered. Hell conquered. And and we, somewhere along the line, we are missing who I feel. I feel an anointing today, man. Like I can't, <laughs> better, be, better be careful. Don't know what we're going to say here, right? I don't know what I'm going to say. So I'm going <clears> to, <throat> I got to do some practice. Zyphe, are you in here? Because I want you to know I did pretty good. This, I did pretty good last night. And I did pretty good this morning. And Alan's always blown that thing. In fact, he calls himself Shofar Blaster. And uh, I was going to do some, I was going to do some explanation about this today, but I'll do. I I, I just got so much. We're going to take communion too, by the way. So get yourself uh, some of the elements. While I'm going to give going to give a blast on this shofar here. Takes a little bit of work. It's a ram's horn. By the way, it's something that they always blew before they went to war. Before they went to war. And I believe it's time we go to war. Somebody text Alan Alan Zypher real quick. Time to turn tune in. I'm going to blow his shofar. I'm going to blow the shofar that he and Tammy put together for me. Arrived yesterday. I actually have a video of my. I was teaching my little grandson David. I let him. I let him blow it yesterday. Now he didn't do as good as me. Good picture, Stephanie. David didn't do as good as me. But hang on here a second. I want you to see my little grandson giving a tune on this thing. 
Say, come on, coach, let's just quit talking about your kid. We don't care about your kid. I don't care if you care or not. I don't care if you do. Let's get it up here. Here's a little shofar blaster. Oh, I mean, how do I – where's the sound? I hate I hate phones. I hate phones. Oh, there it is. Okay, here's, here's little David. Oops, it froze up on. I think he, he. I think he needs a little bit of work. David, we're going to get you a little bit of work on, on blowing that show, show far. Anybody get a hold of Zypher yet? I don't need to miss my first. <laughs> Go ahead, Bernie. Real, real quick. Don't break the flow, though. Come on in, Bernie. Bernie, I called you. Called you to account. You got your hand raised up. Go, uh, go ahead. I, I'm sorry, Coach. I, that was an accident. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. Okay. Keep, keep going. I am. I'm going to keep going here. So go ahead, Betty, real quickly. Good morning. Are we doing communion today? Yes. Okay. We're doing communion today. I, I got a whole litany of things. By the, by the way, we also need to pray today. Myra has a hearing today trying to figure out whether or not she has to service uh, LBGTQRSTUVWXYZs. Uh, Dr. Paul had a powerful uh, uh, meeting yesterday. Most of it, many of you watched the whole thing. Went went a long time. And it was a kangaroo court, if there ever was a kangaroo court. We're going to talk about that, but not so much. I'm going to reserve that for Monday so we can get it. Um, uh, Tom Gill and his crew, they're they're carrying the cross around Buckeye Lake this morning. Dale Sosha had a grandbaby, granddaughter. God bless it. Baby came through good. And uh, uh, we're going to take communion here. I want to get all that out there before... I did. Stephanie's going to talk to us today also about the pagan uh, origins of Easter. Anybody get a hold of Zypher yet? No? Yeah, I text, I text him, Coach. Well, call him. Wake him up. Can't be sleeping in today. So get his butt up if he wants to see Coach blow the show far. Because, folks, it's time we literally declared war. Anybody, anybody agree with me out there? It's time we literally declared war. It's time, we took, it's time we took back what the devil stole, right? Amen. Time we did that, huh? Now, I'm going to do this while I'm waiting on somebody to get Zypher in here. Uh, go ahead and play number one. Play number one for me. Play it at 1.5 speed. This is a song called Crushing Snakes. That's what I'm feeling. That's what Jesus did at the cross, friends. He cr- he's spoiled principalities. <laughs> he did. He Hey. He defeated it all, man. He defeated it. Why are we living in such defeat in Christian America today? Why are we? Go, go ahead and play that real quick, brother. Somebody wake up, Zypher. I got him, coach. We're not afraid. It was all night. It was a fly by day. The thousand may fall, but we, we will remain. Okay, brother, you can cut that off there. 
There's more to it. There's more to it. Go, go ahead. Keep playing. Go ahead. Link it in the chat. Link it in the chat. Did anybody get Zypher up? Is Zypher awake yet? Yeah, I'm on here, Coach. Uh, uh, about time there, dude. I don't want you to miss the first one. I don't want you to miss the first one. Dale, come right. on in. Then Myra, get ready to pray. Then I'm going to blow the shofar, and then we're going to take communion. Go ahead, Dale. The, the scripture that must go with that is found in Numbers chapter 9. Come on, brother. Verse uh, chapter, I'm sorry, chapter 10, verse 9, right? And when you go into the land against the enemy that oppresses you, you shall blow an alarm with a trumpet, and you will remember before the Lord your God, and you shall be saved from your enemies. Amen, baby. It's a battle cry. It's a ram's horn battle cry, right? Alan, I was bragging on you guys. This is the most unbelievable thing. I had little, a little David blow it yesterday. I blew it this morning. I blew it out over sky. I probably woke up all of, all of Buckeye Lake. Uh, honored to have it. This is a battle. Folks, This we serve a victorious Lord. We serve the King of Kings. We're marching in victory. Come out. Let's act like it. Let's act like it. Myra, go ahead and pray us in. I'm going to blow the shofar, and then we're going to take communion. Go ahead, Myra. I will do that, Coach. Good morning, Harold. Opening verse is going to be Deuteronomy 28, 12, King James Version. The Lord shall open unto thee his good treasure, the heaven to give the rain unto thy land in his season and to bless all the work of thine hand and thou shalt lend unto many nations and thou shalt not borrow. Holy Spirit, you are welcome to coach Dave Haddle and open our hearts to you. Psalm 37, 23, King James Version, the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord and in his way. Hebrews 12.2, King James Version, looking on to Jesus, the author and finish of our faith. Who Finisher of our faith, amen. That was set before him, endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. Esther 4.14, King James Version, for if thou altogether holdest thy peace at this time, they shall their enlargement and deliverance arise to the Jews and another place. But thou and thy father's house shall be destroyed. And who knoweth whenever thou art come to the kingdom for such a time as this. Amen. Amen. Verse 26, 27, Amen. King James Version. Whoso diggeth a pit shall fall therein. And he that rolleth a stone, it will return upon him. Ephesians 6, 5 to 9, King James Version. Servants, be obedient to them that are masters according to the flesh with fear and trembling in singleness of your heart as unto Christ. Psalm 146 to 12. Praise you, Lord. Praise God, oh my soul. I will live. Well, I will praise the Lord. I will sing praises unto my God while I have my any being. Matthew 6, 33, King James Version. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. 
I release the anointing that breaks the yoke of evil onto you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Hey, Alan. Amen. Alan, I'm, Alan, I'm going to blow this show far, and when I get done, would you lead us in communion, Alan? Would you? Uh, can you do that for us? Coach, I got a request. Uh, yeah. The reason I got up so late is uh, I was up to about 3.30. Oh, so I know you know what's going on with my mom. So they diagnosed yesterday at Moffitt, uh, stage four esophageal cancer. Uh, so don't look good, Coach. So my mom's name's Kathy. And, uh, so you guys be praying for her. Lord, we just ask that you touch Kathy right now, Lord. Just thank you, Lord, that you are the great healer. And if it be your will, that you would touch her. And Lord, if it would not be your will, um, we just yield to that, Lord. And we just pray that you'd be with her in this time of need and with the Alan and his family and all those that love her. Lord, we pray in faith that your will would be done in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Alan, can you lead communion for us, Alan? Are you able to? Yes, sir. I'll do it. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna do my best to give this thing a toot. This is a this is um folks, this is like a brand new car. You ought to see this thing. Wow, wow. Boom. I need a little work, but I'll get there. Go ahead, Alan. Lead us in communion. Well, God, we thank you for your body that was broken for us, Lord God, on that cross for all of our sins, sins of the whole earth, for everyone that would just yield to you and repent with all the stripes that you took on your back. It's for all of our healing. If we'll just accept it and yield to it and come and bow before you. Lord, have mercy upon us and our families. Protect us. Give us strength and honor. We glorify you, Lord, and what you've done for us. And Father, as we take your body this morning, bring healing unto us in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Lord God, we thank you for the most precious blood that's ever been shed in the whole universe, Lord. And Father, we ask you to apply it to all of us here today, all of our families, all of our friends, all of our ministries, Lord, all of our family members that's lost or doesn't know who you are. And Father, we ask you to break every curse over our bodies, over our families, over our lineage, every generational curse, all the sins of the forefathers, Lord, may they all be broken now by your blood, the most powerful thing in the universe. We thank you for your blood, and we thank you for the Holy Ghost. In Jesus' name. Amen. I love you, Coach, and I appreciate you and everybody on here. Amen. On the night he was betrayed, he took bread, gave it to disciples, and said, take this and eat it. This is my body given to you. Do this in remembrance of me. And after he'd done that, he handed him a little bit of wine. He said, this is a cup of my blood, the blood of the new and the everlasting covenant. It's an everlasting covenant. God does not break his word. He keeps his word. It's a new and everlasting covenant. He said, uh, I shed it for the redemption of your, shin, of your sins. And as often as you do this, do this also in remembrance of me.
I'll hit those high notes. Woo! Amen. Amen. Thank you, Alan. Amen. 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 Mm. That's hey, better coach. than not eating. That's better than not eating meat on Friday, which is what they what they told me about my whole life. Oh my goodness! <laughs> crushing snakes, baby. Crushing. <laughs> it's crushing snakes. Hey, Listen, coach. I bet. Coach, yeah. Good. yeah. Uh, I think the Holy Spirit's just kind of telling. I think everybody ought to consider putting um, oil. Go to Exodus uh, twelve twenty two. I'd, I'd put oil over your lentils and your doorposts today. If you're mm-hmm. if you're led by the Spirit to do it and you feel necessary, I would encourage you to do that. Amen, Craig. Amen, amen. I want to uh, silver you there. Silver's always here. Yes, I am. Okay, uh, <clears throat> Jonathan, pull up Psalm uh, 89. Psalm 89. Silver, I want you to read this for us. Psalm 89. Because, folks, this just confirms. See, the death burial, first of all, to all my Catholic friends, Jesus isn't on that cross anymore. When you walk in there and they get that crucifixion up there, he's hanging on that cross. See, that's not the story. The story is he got off of that cross. He went into the tomb, and the tomb's empty. That's the story. Right. Not, not him hanging on that cross, folks. We have to move beyond the crucifixion. That's done. That's over. The death and the burial, that's over. He resurrected anew. That's the message of the gospel of the king. That's the message of the, of, uh, the redemptive nature of what it is Jesus Christ did on the cross. Behold, all things become new. Everything becomes new. We can walk in newness and walk in victory. And not just in victory in a way that pleases us or gets us stuff, but walk in victory in the way that it impacts others, the way we can impact others with the truth of the gospel of the kingdom of God. That's what we have to be able to do. So, Silver, if you could, I know you can, if you will, just read Psalm 89, because I was reading this today, said, man, oh, man, is this, is, this is it. And, Joe, I promise that I'll try Keep my mouth shut. Yes, sir. Psalm 89, King James Version. I will sing of the mercies of the Lord forever. With my mouth will I make known thy faithfulness to all generations. To who, Joe? To who? All generations. Thank you. For I have said, mercy shall be built up forever. Thy faithfulness shalt thou establish in the very heavens. His faithfulness, Joe. His faithfulness. I have made a covenant with my chosen. I have sworn unto David my servant. What did he make, Joe? I'm just I'm just curious. And who did he make it with? David. And his chosen, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Thy seed will I establish forever. For how long, Joe? Uh, forever. And build up thy throne to all generations, Selah. And the heavens shall praise thy wonders, O Lord, thy faithfulness also in the congregation of the saints. For who in the heaven can be compared unto the Lord? Amen! Who among the sons of the mighty can be likened unto the Lord? Amen! God is greatly to be feared in the assembly of the saints. Where, Joe? Where is he greatly to be feared? In the assembly of the saints. All right. And to be had in reverence of all them that are about him. O Lord God of hosts, who is a strong Lord like unto thee? Nobody. Or to thy faithfulness round about thee? Ain't nobody. Thou rulest the raging of the sea. When the waves thereof arise, thou stillest them. He sure does. Thou hast broken Rahab in pieces as one that is slain. Thou hast scattered thine enemies with thy strong arm. Yes, he has. Yes, he has, Paul Gosselin. Yes, he has. Yes, he has, Myra. The heavens are thine. The earth also is thine. As for the world and the fullness thereof, Thou hast founded them. He made it, man. He made it all. The north and the south, thou hast created them. Tabor and Hermon shall rejoice in thy name. Thank you, Lord. Thou hast a mighty arm. Strong is thy hand. 
Yes. I is thy right hand. Yes. Justice and judgment are the habitation of thy throne. Are you kidding me? Where where's this throne, Joe? Up there. Justice and judgment is the habitation of his throne. Mercy and truth shall go before thy face. Who are you to judge? The people that know the joyful sound. They shall walk, O Lord, in the light of thy countenance. In thy name shall they rejoice all the day. Yes. And in thy righteousness shall they be exalted. For thou art the glory of their strength. And in thy favor our horn shall be exalted. For the Lord is our defense, and the Holy One of Israel is our king. Then thou spakest in vision to the Holy One, and saidest, I have laid help upon one that is mighty. I have exalted one chosen out of the people. I have found David my servant. With my holy oil have I anointed him, with whom my hand shall be established. Mine arm also shall strengthen him. Amen. The enemy shall not exact upon him. No way. Nor the son of wickedness afflict him. And I will beat down his foes before his face. Amen. (laughs) And plague them that hate him. Yes. Do it, Lord. And my mercy shall be with him. And in my name shall his horn be exalted. Uh Oh, there it is. I will set his hand also in the sea and his right hand in the rivers. Wow. He shall cry unto me, thou art my father, my God, and the, and the rock of my salvation. Also, I will make him my firstborn, higher than the kings of the earth. My mercy, kings of the earth. There are kings of the earth. My mercy will I keep for him forevermore, and my covenant shall stand fast with him. Mm -hmm. His seed also will I make to endure forever. That's us! And his throne as the days of heaven. If his children forsake my law and walk not in my judgments, if they break my statutes and keep not my commandments, then then I will visit their transgression with the rod and their iniquity with stripes. Mm. Nevertheless, my loving kindness will I not utterly take from him or suffer my faithfulness to fail. Discipline is love. Discipline is love. My covenant will I not break nor alter the thing that has gone out of my lips. Thank you, Lord. Once I have sworn by my holiness that I will not lie unto David. Thank you, Lord. His seed shall endure forever. Amen. And his throne as the sun. That's pretty clear, Joe. That's pretty clear. His seed shall endure forever. It shall be established forever as the moon, as a faithful witness in heaven. Selah. But thou hast cast off and abhorred. Thou hast been wroth with thine anointed. Thou hast made void the covenant of thy servant. Thou Mm. hast profaned his crown by casting it to the ground. Amen. Thou hast broken all his hedges. Thou hast brought his strongholds to ruin. Thank you, Lord. Yes. All that pass by the way spoil him. He is a reproach to his neighbors. Thou hast set up the right hand of his adversaries. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thou hast made all his enemies to rejoice. Thou hast also turned the edge of his sword and hast not made him to stand in the battle. Wow. Thou hast made his glory to cease and cast his throne down to the ground. That's what Good Friday's all about. The days of his youth hast thou shortened. Thou hast covered him with shame. Shalah. How long, Lord, wilt thou hide thyself forever? Quit hiding, Lord! Shall thy wrath burn like fire? Remember how short my time is. Wherefore hast thou made all men in vain, what man is he that liveth and shall not see death? Shall he deliver his soul from the hand of the grave 
Selah. Lord, where are thy former loving kindness, which thou swearest unto David in thy truth? Remember, Lord, the reproach of thy servants. How do I bear in my bosom the reproach of all the mighty people? Help us, Lord. Wherewith thine enemies have reproached, O Lord, wherewith they have reproached the footsteps of thine anointed. Amen. Blessed be the Lord forevermore. Amen and amen. Myra, you're covered today. Dr. Paul, you're covered today. Alan Zypher. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Victory in Jesus. There's victory in Jesus. Thank you, Silver. Thank you, Silver. All right. Now we can shift and try to have a show if you want to. Folks, it's a story of victory. Good Friday is a story of victory. My, 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 Lord, wake us up. Wake us up. Not about Easter eggs. Not about any of that stuff. All right, all right. Myra, quickly. Janine, quickly. Then I'll get Stephanie in here. Yes, Coach. Um, we're in the book at Acts, and you're prophetic, and we have Randy say something prophetic. Uh, this morning, while I was singing in tongues, a vision came to me of a multitude of uh, people in white robes, and it was dark. And um, the Bible verse that came into my mind was um, the one of Genesis. In the beginning, there was darkness. Mm. Hallelujah. Yeah, we are in it. It's time to We're in, it. in tongues and prophesy. And, and by the way, did you guys know there's a full moon tomorrow night? Did you guys know that? I, I was uh, I was um, out with my grandkids last night, and that, that moon came up over the hill. You, wow. Wow. Full moon tomorrow night. Don't know there was also a full moon during the Exodus. Uh-huh. Amen. <laughs> Janine, then Dr. Paul, and then we'll get oh. Stephanie. Go ahead. Along with this beautiful um, uh, victory, could you have, uh, Silver, could you please read um, John 17, verses 14 through 26? Knowing what Christ was going to do, he also prayed for us. And that is, I just can't even hardly fathom that. John 17, you we, we throw it up there, uh, uh, Jonathan. John, uh, John 17, you said? Yes, 14 through 16. And this is what everybody should be remembering. I can't even hardly imagine him knowing he's going to the cross, but he's praying for you and me. Amazing. 14, 14 through 16 or 20, 26. Okay. Yeah, Go 14. Go ahead, Go ahead Joseph. Joseph. Okay. From the Gospel of John, 17, verse 14 through 26. I have given them my word, and the world hath hated them. Yes. <laughs> because they are not of the world. Thank even, you, Lord. Even as I am not of the world. I pray not that thou shouldest take them out of the world, but that thou shouldest keepest them from the, de- from the evil. Yes. They are not of the world, even as Amen. I am not of the world. Amen. Sanctify them through thy truth. Thy word is truth. And thou hast sent me into the world, even so I have also sent them into the world. Wow. For their sakes I sanctify myself, that they also might be sanctified through the truth. Thank you, Lord. Neither pray I for these alone, but for them also, which shall believe on me through their word. Through their word. Through their word, the evangelism. That they shall all, that they all may be one, as thou, Father, art in me, and I in thee, that they also may be one in us, that the world may believe that thou hast sent me. And the glory which which thou gavest me, I have given them, that they may be one, even as we are one. Wow, wow. I in them, and thou in me, that they may be made perfect in one, and that the world may know that thou hast sent me, and hast loved them as thou hast loved me. Father, I will that they also, whom thou hast given me, be with me where I am, that they may behold my glory, which thou hast given me, for thou lovest me before the foundation of the world. O righteous Father, the world 
hath not known thee, but I have known thee. Amen. These have known that thou hast sent me. And I have declared unto them my, thy name, and, I, and will declare it, that the love wherewith thou hast loved me may be in them, and I in them. Amen. Thank you, Janine. Wow. Dr. Paul, then Alan, and I swear I'm going to get where I'm going. Go ahead, Dr. Paul. Anyway, Coach, I'll tell you after, on the after show what happened, but uh, yesterday was uh, absolute evil. This was. It, 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 uh, after I talked to Reggie, I realized exactly what God was saying. Um, and I'll go, I'll, I'll tell you what the future has to do with these evil folks. But uh, I came up with a, a well, I actually slept last night. I hadn't slept in days. <laughs> I slept like a baby. And it, it was a lot of prayers. And uh, I, how do I explain this? But I, I wrote a prayer. I know it's weird, but <clears throat> this is important. We are a blessed network of the revolution of Christ himself. Please reveal your will to all his servants. And each of us on the huddle today is a most, on this most holy day that reminds us that infinite suffering brings infinite love. The passion is a reminder for us to remain in our roles. Listen to that soft, still voice and open your heart to his love. I had absolute hope was revealed to me last night. I, it was God awful, but it had to happen. Amen. You got a promotion. You're getting a promotion. He'll never leave you. He'll never forsake you. That's what he says. And by the way, I had to laugh. I turned on this. Paul's in this Zoom meeting with all these highfalutin people who think they're important. He had his cross hat on. I know that pissed him off. <laughs> I know. Amen. <laughs> Alan, come on in. <laughs> hey, Coach, can you have Silver turn to Genesis chapter 22, verse 13 and 14? I, I, I Jonathan, Genesis 22. Genesis 22. Verse 13 and 14. I, I want Silver to read that when he gets done. I'm going to blow the show far just for a second. I want to tell everybody something about how the importance of this thing, where it actually started. Okay, Genesis 22, 13 through 14. Okay. And Abraham lifted up his eyes and looked, and behold, behind him a ram caught in a thicket by his horns. And Abraham went and took the ram and offered him up for a burnt offering in the stead of his son. Wow. And Abraham called the name of the place Jehovah-Jireh, as it is said to this day, in the mount of the Lord, it shall be seen. He's our ram in the bush, Coach, and that first ram that was caught, if you read the book of Jasher, it'll tell us the whole story about Sarah and about the whole thing that was going on there. Satan actually, the Bible said, or not, not the Bible, but it's not it's been kicked out, but the book of Jasher actually says that Satan put upon himself flesh of an old man. And he went and he went to Sarah and told Sarah everything that Abraham was going to do to her only son up there on that mountain. And Jasher said that it was so bad what Satan had told Sarah that she actually died of a heart attack right there. She died during that time because Satan was lying to her. And Satan actually had bound that ram up. God was sending that sacrifice up the mountain to take the place of what was fixing to go on. Satan physically wrapped that ram up in that briar thicket. That's what the book of Joshua says. But can, wow. you imagine, can you imagine that ram there? Because see, to get that horn, I, I actually had bought an old mount that had twin horns. I always wanted a set of twin horns. And so I bought that mount. And so I got those horns off there. And I, that mount could have been from the 50s, 60s. I don't know. It was an old mount. So I cut those horns off. I cleaned them all up. We got a young man there at church. I told you about his name's Eli. He blows, and his horn's not that powerful. And I give him the other twin of that horn. And then I, I said, I got to get this from the coach. And I finally got my wife. She got it finished before he got it to you. But I want you to listen to what that ram may have sounded like. Because, see, to get that horn, that animal had to be harvested. And that, that horn is, is full of blood. It's it, it, there's blood in that horn. When you when you when that horn's first harvested, you got to clean that horn all the way out. It's full of blood vessels. So that animal had to sacrifice. And I want you to think about 
that that ramp that's in that bush as I blow this you probably never heard this before I'm sure. So if you can imagine that round, no animal wants to die. God puts puts in us from the start the will to live. Amen. And that was the first sacrifice, and that ram had to give it up just the way Jesus gave it up for you and I. But this Lamb one's powerful, Coach. I sent you that that picture of a message I preached just about that so far. Yeah. It's got all the verses in it. I, I texted it to you. You can pull it up and, and look at it yourself. And <clears throat> But I love you, Coach, and that horn's going to – going to bring freedom around your house. It's going to bring protection, and it is a weapon. And uh, I'm just so glad that the Holy Ghost, I can't sing worth a lick. If I start singing, the paint run off all y'all's walls. But I can blow that so far a little bit. And I, I give the devil hell every time I can with it. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Bless you, Alan. Uh, okay, listen, not going to rain on your parade, but we have to understand the war that we're in, okay? It's a war. And then, well, where's Rust Isdar? Maso Schismata? Is that what it is? The, the devil has never had an original idea in his life. Mecca Schismato. Mecca Schismato. And a masquerading as an angel of light. And what's happened to the American society, the American, whatever, where is the book? Pagan Christianity, you read Pagan Christianity, if you just study, you're going to find out that the enemy has infiltrated all of our Christian holidays and have twisted them into something that they are not. Jesus Christ, I don't know his birthday, but it probably wasn't December 25th. That just happens to coincide with December 21st, which is what? The shortest day of the year. And we know from what we we're talking about yesterday that Easter is not a set date. It is 40 days after the first full moon, after the spring equinox. It changes. When's Easter this year, honey? Oh, I don't know. It might be in March. Sometimes it's in late March. When, well, it's at late April today, right? It changes because it's tied to the lunar, right? It's, tied, it's, it's pagan, folks. It's pagan. Christmas has become pagan. Many of our holidays have become pagan. So I just want Stephanie to come in today and not talk about pagan Christianity. That's not, that's not what it's about. Enjoy, hey, enjoy the Easter eggs. Make sure your kids know what it's about. Make sure that they understand, right, uh, what Easter is really all about. See, should, I said to my wife, this shouldn't be Good Friday. This should be Crucifixion Day. If it was, call, call it what it is. It's Crucifixion Day. And Sunday morning isn't Easter Sunday. It's Resurrection Sunday. But they've captured the words. They've captured the holiday. I see churches, big mega churches, having Easter egg drops on Sunday. Now, listen, I'm not bah humbug. I get they're trying to draw people. I understand. But my goodness, kids know more about Easter Bunny Easter eggs than the crucifixion, death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. You know that to be the truth. God cannot be pleased. So, Stephanie, what is the dark side doing at this time in this as we're celebrating Easter Sunday? What's the pagan world celebrating, Stephanie? Hey, Coach. Hey, everybody. Um, well, the Pagans and the Wiccans started their stuff on Spring Equinox, and that was um, on March 20th. It, it, it varies depending. It goes from the 20th to the 22nd. And so they started with that, and they consider that to be Ostara, O-S-T-A-R-A, they call it. It's a renewal time of spring. You get through the cold. It's the return of the sun. It's a time of renewal. Um, on your altar that you use for your small little G's and deities, you do things they celebrate using eggs because uh, eggs are a symbol of rebirth and renewal. Um, well, the, pagans, the, pagans using, the pagans are using the eggs. Is that right, Stephanie? Yes, the and, and the rabbits. They call the rabbits the hare. 
Um, the hair um, represents fertility, as we all know, rabbits tend to procreate very quickly, very much so. And I in the springtime, yeah, so they, they tend to um, use animals as totems to represent and they use animals for their energy or whatever. And so if you actually look up the name Oster, um, it goes to a goddess of the dawn, Astera or Aoster. Um, Saxon, it, all of these little G's, they can go by Greek and Roman. They all, it's like a kid putting on a different Halloween costume every Halloween. One year they're a pirate, one year they put on, you know, back when, you know, if they do the same thing for every culture, for every generation, it's the same spirit telling themselves different things going by the culture so they can get worship. So, so they're, worshiping, they're worshiping at the same time we're celebrating Easter resurrection. Yes. They're worshiping a different spirit. Yes, they're doing the whole rebirth fertility. Um, there's a bunch of little G's. Mainly it's Ostera. Um, said uh, that is through the March. That's the spring equinox. That, that's the equal between day and light. That's the return of the sun. So anything returning of the sun, you want your animals to multiply. You're getting ready to plant your crops. Uh, things are getting ready to grow again. And so they do rituals for that. That builds up to Beltane, which is May 1st, which is where it's like the bigger. That's a huge. They do a lot of sex rituals. Now, what I'm talking about here, too, people, there's 33 shades of witchcraft like Baskin Robbins ice cream, but it's still ice cream. You can get 33 different flavors, but it's still ice cream. You can talk to Reggie and she can give you the Satanists have their high holidays too, what they're doing. So what I'm talking about here is the quote unquote pagans and the Wiccans and, and all their little off skits on what they do. The Maypole is an important thing. You can look that up on May 1st. It's this giant phallic symbol where they use different color ribbons. This has been done all across. You can look at our colleges, they do it. Now they've kind of turned it into a political day, but actually it's a pagan. I sent you a video where they talk about it, where people dance around this pole and blend and um, weave these ribbons together as they dance around the pole for fertility, the girls and boys and dance around until the ribbon totally covers the pole. And that's a spring ritual that they do. Uh, that's Huh? Metaschismazo. <laughs> They're coming Metis as an exactly. angel. <laughs> they show, oh, this is just a springtime dance. This is nothing. All you're doing is dancing with some ribbons or dancing around a pole. You're not doing anything. Coming at you like it's harmless. Coming at you with flowers and springtime and bunnies. The rabbit comes from um, the earliest that I could find, and like I said, this is just for me, the early 1500s in German writing, they start talking about uh, the, the Easter bunny, the, the bunnies. And that is from a Aoster uh, Saxon goddess who supposedly somehow saved a bird, turned it into a rabbit, and the rabbit could lay eggs. And then so then this hair, magical hair, would leave eggs in nests for good children and there's all this history to that so that's where your colored eggs come from was from this goddess Aoster Ostera goddess of the dawn and her rabbit fertility totem animal for fertility okay and let me jump where... in. let me let me jump in here real quick Stephanie uh, mm -hmm. Jonathan bring up uh bring up for me number I had it in my head and I forgot I gotta go back here uh where is it Coach, they come on, number, number nine. Bring it number nine. There it is. Folks, look real quickly. Universal Life Church Monastery. Uh, listen, that's probably a pagan website, okay? Take it with a grain of salt. The real history of Easter. I'm not trying to ruin your Easter. I'm trying to educate you, okay? I'm trying to educate you that the dark side always counterfeits. In fact, invades and takes over light wherever they can, right? Can you Amen. make it a little bit bigger? A little quicker, uh, a little bigger for me. Okay. Billions of people around the world are preparing to celebrate the resurrection of Christ. However, many of those marking Easter Sunday may not realize that this sacred holiday has a fascinating and deeply pagan history. Believe it or not, many of the popular Easter traditions from people know and love have become pagan, have pagan origins and little connection whatsoever to Christianity. Jesus said, you teach his commandments, the doctrines of men, making the word of God of none effect. So how did ancient pagan celebrations evolve into holidays that we know as Easter today? 
It's a wild story, complete with pagan goddesses, huge bonfires, lots of orgies, and the real reason the Easter Bunny is a thing. Let's dive in. So it talks about the Ostera blessing, which Stephanie was just talking about. Humans have been ritualistic, celebrating the changing of the seasons for thousands of years. Many ancient cultures greatly revered the vernal equinox, the first day of spring in northern hemisphere. And then all among them were pre-Christian pagans living in Europe, for whom they changing seasons and the onset of spring represented a time of rebirth. And that meant a lively period of celebration known as Estera. As part of the austere festivals, pagans lit great bonfires, performed sword dances, paying tribute to Esther, the Germanic goddess of dawn, light and rebirth. Esther, I think is how you pronounce. Study, study that name carefully because it's a very important piece of the puzzle. But first, let's take a step back. How did a pagan festival celebrating the coming of a spring egg get intertwined with Christian holiday about Jesus' resurrection? And how did a mischievous egg-producing bunny get involved? Well, the answer involves a lot more sex than you might imagine. Sorry, folks. Sorry. Do as the rabbits do. Ostera celebrations are heavily focused around fertility and the creation of new life. And according to some historical accounts, this revelry and excitement for procreation periodically resulted in wild orgies. They're certainly different from Easter Sunday as we know it now. Would you agree? While that particular tradition wasn't passed down through the ages, others absolutely were. And you'll re- recognize them immediately. Two pagan symbols of fertility are still associated with Easter. Today, the egg and the rabbit. One popular myth from pre-Christian time tells us how the goddess Esther entertained a group of children by turning a bird into a rabbit. But to the children's surprise, the rabbit was special. It could still lay eggs, just as a bird. Sound familiar? Many scholars believe this was the origin of the legend of the Easter bunny. Bunnies remain closely associated with Easter. And others, a link between Easter and bunnies remain over and over, even as the rationale of their father prolific sex habits were forgotten. Blah, blah, blah. Okay, so, so, folks, listen. It's the way we started to show out today, right? This is a this is a story. This is a tradition. This is a victorious story of Jesus Christ conquering death, hell, and the grave, and setting us free. And the enemy has crept in, and in the minds of your children, probably Easter is more about bunnies, eggs, chocolates, candies, Easter egg hunts. And what has the Metzoskismasa done? He's coming away masquerading as an angel of light and has taken away from us not only the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ, but the power associated with it, the power that was given to us by his death, burial, and resurrection. It's all being covered over because Satan can't destroy the truth. He can only masquerade it. That's what we're dealing with. Go ahead, Reggie. I love my Delta Force sister, Steph. That was a divine appointment, her and I meeting. (laughs) So she's absolutely right. There's over hundreds of shades of witchcraft. And And they're at war right now, aren't they, Reggie? They're at war right now. They're not not sitting around eating Easter eggs, right? They're not not doing that. No, I want to take a step back. So I'm I'm just going to bounce off of what Stephanie has truthfully stated. So this goes back before Jesus, not discounting our Lord Jesus Christ's resurrection, but this goes back to Samaria and Babylonia. And so Ishtar is Easter. It's many different names and they celebrate around the moon. And what this is, is the resurrection of the only begotten of the moon goddess Ishtar. Okay. So it, her also name is uh, Samaramis. Okay, so I just want to briefly go through the different names so you know that they just keep pushing it through. So Aphrodite, Isis, Ishtar, Diana, Astereth, Sybil, Europa, Venus, uh, Kali, blah, 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 uh, our Statue of Liberty. Okay, so I just want to read this to you so you understand how this ties in. So the initial element, Samur, Samaramis. When translated into Hebrew comes Shinar. Do we remember Shinar in the Bible? Shinar, yes. Okay. These are the Babylonians, but it's for lower Mesopotamia. And the word from which we derive Sumeria. Okay. So that's, you got to understand, they're celebrating the resurrection of Tammuz. Okay. That's not our Jesus. That's that's the one you see in all the... um, it's the Mary and Jesus of, of the Roman yeah. Catholic Church. So they're celebrating that. So on Sunday, they will present the brides to his mother, 
And then on May 1st, there will be another blood um, ritual because they will be crowning her. And that calls for a blood sacrifice and the, um, the, consum- the consuming of her immaculate heart. So they'll, yeah, it's pretty sick. Okay, let me, let me jump in here real quick. I don't want to run out of time. Folks, do your own research. It's not bah humbug. I don't care if your kids have an Easter egg hunt. I, I don't care. Understand what's going on. So let's read Mission Impossible right here, okay? For that, we'll have to jump back in time. Scroll down a bit for me there. Thank you, Jonathan. What does uh, jump back in time to introduce Pope Gregory the Great? And in an effort to Christianize Britain's Anglo-Saxons, Pope Gregory sent a mission to the British Isles in the late year 596. It was the Gregorian mission that helped permanently intermix the pagan traditions with Christian ones, scholars say. The Pope understood the pagans were unlikely to simply accept Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior, the drop of a hat, so instead, he instructed his missionaries to initially embrace local pagan traditions to carefully weave Christianity into it. For example, at some point it was discovered that these pagan people celebrated the holiday of Ostera and the goddess Esther during the spring. Experts speculate that missionaries hoping to win converts created a Christian celebration during the same time of year, and they called it Easter. And then they melded the two traditions together. It was arguably quite underhanded, but the tactic worked. As Christianity spread across Europe, the pagan traditions slowly morphed into Christian ones, such as Lent. Easter eventually became Easter. The goddess of dawn was essentially erased. The pagan celebration of spring was co-opted into a new holiday with a different, although parallel, symbol, that of the coming back to life after his death on the cross. And the rest is history. Wow, huh? Wow. Boom. <laughs> Alan, come on in. You've been waiting a while. Coach, I was just going to say, just as a little side note, Leviticus 11 and 6 says that a hair is unclean, period. The <laughs> rabbit, don't say rabbit in the Bible, it calls it a hair, so it's unclean. And then the biggest thing that I stand on about this whole issue is Exodus 20 and 3. The Lord said, thou shalt have no other gods, little G, before mm-hmm. me. And mm-hmm. once we're, once the scales have melted off our eyes and we see, we're to abstain from all appearance of evil. Amen, brother. Amen. And, hey, folks, so this shouldn't be about rabbits uh, and bunnies. No, no, no. And eggs. This ought to be about the birth of of the lion of the tribe of Judah. That's what, that's what this is about, folks. It ain't a bunny rabbit. It isn't a bunny rabbit. Amen. This, was a, this, was a, this was the final, dare I say it, nail in the cross to Satan and to paganism was the death, burial, resurrection of Jesus Christ. This was a this victorious atomic bomb unleashed against the forces of darkness. That's what happened on Easter Sunday. It was more than just the resurrection of Jesus. Thank God he did. He conquered death, hell, and the grave. Praise the Lord that he did. But all power has been given unto me, both in heaven and earth. Go ye therefore and teach them to observe all I've commanded you. And lo, I'm with you always, even until the end of the age. It's not about love, 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 love. It's about the advancement and the establishment of the kingdom of God here on earth. At least that's the way. Amen. Amen. Hey, Coach. Coach, grab yes. your horn. Let's blow it to go off the show. We'll blow together. Okay, not yet. I want, to, I want Angie to get in here. Come on in, Angie. Are you there? Angie, no. Craig, hurry up, Craig. I was just going to read a couple of verses of Malachi, if I could, Coach, real quick, because it ties into to rope. <clears throat> Malachi 3, Behold, I send my messenger, and he will prepare the way before me, and the Lord whom you seek will suddenly come to his temple, even the messenger of the covenant in whom you delight. Behold, he is coming, says the Lord of hosts. But who can endure the day of his coming? Who can stand when he appears? For he is like a refiner's fire. And the laundered soap, and he will sit as a refiner and purifier silver, and he will purify the sons of Levi 
purge them as gold and silver, that they may offer to the Lord an offering in righteousness. Amen. Amen. Angie, quickly. Deuteronomy 12.4 tells us very specifically, do not worship me the way the pagans worship their idols. (laughs) Oh, this is so good, isn't it? This is so good. Folks, this is Good Friday, but it's, it's, no, no, it's Crucifixion Friday. Now, whether it was on Friday or not, that's open for debate too, right? But today we celebrate the, the switch of that atomic bomb being lit. If Satan had known what he was doing, they would not have crucified the Son of God. That's what the Bible says. They lit the switch today, and it exploded on Sunday. This is this is the story of victory, saints. It's a story of victory. Alan and I are going to try to do a duet here, Alan. So I'm I'm going to count three, and you can start, and you'll do better. Than me, don't show don't show off. Ready? One, two, three. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. We'll see you on Monday. Shalom.